0: Hi, hey, and welcome to Talk I'm Marty Dundix, editor in chief of Weekly Humorous Magazine, and this is Talk a fun little podcast where professionally funny people come to tell awkward and cringeworthy stories. Today, my guest is Jason Cantor. Uh, Jason is a stand up comedian in New York uh, and all
1: over uh, the world. Uh, I don't know if you're international. Just, country, yes, just the country. National. I do have a passport, so. Hey, good for you. If you're in Norway and you like this, you'll I'm
0: willing you'll to travel. willing here. to travel. Um, and, uh, Jason was most recently, I met him through him, uh, being a comic on, uh, the Guaranteed Delivery stand-up show, uh, which is every month at 110 Wall Street. Um, so thanks for coming on TalkWord.
1: Thanks. Dr. Dr. Jason Cantor? Dr. Jason Cantor, yeah, that's my, that's my Twitter handle. His,
0: your Twitter handle is
1: Dr. Jason Cantor, and I didn't know if that was at all for real. No, I'm not a doctor, if that's what you're asking. No. No, that is what I was asking. No, it's, so. a, it's an homage to my uh, grandfather, who uh, is deceased uh, twenty years this year. But he, uh, in the '60s and '70s, he used to tell people it, it was a bigger deal back then to be a doctor. But he would everything was he would tell people he was a doctor to get you know preferred uh, reservations at a restaurant. And uh, my uncle—that's crafty. Yeah, my uncle was a kid and. Uh, he would, uh, he, he broke, my uncle broke his arm, and my uh, grandfather would go visit him at the hospital, and he would always park in the doctor parking up front, and then he would say, Oh, I'm um, Dr. whatever, Dr. Markowitz. He would make up a, a Jewish name, uh, to be more believable. He was Jewish, uh, relax people. Uh, he was Jewish, but he would always have, you know, make up his name is Stanley Moss, but uh, he would always, and it wasn't uh, make sounding, it didn't sound enough. His, yeah, his name was right. not Jewish enough, but yeah. he also didn't want to give him his real name. Yeah. So, uh, he, uh, yeah, he would. Uh, he was parking there, and this, he would visit my uncle every day. And then towards the end of the thing, they were like, we checked. There's no Dr. Markowitz working. And he goes, oh, I'm a visiting from Philadelphia. And I'm they, a visiting and doctor. They, and they, Doctors without borders. They apologized and yeah, uh, right. yeah, let him keep going. How dare you? How <laughs>
0: dare you question my credentials? Questioning a doctor. <sighs> I have a mind to take out your tr- tr- trachea, tracheanominum in me. <laughs> Is that something that they do with the pen?
1: Uh... Trachea, is that the thing where you, the smokers get when you. Oh,
0: yeah, maybe it is. A trache- but I thought when they do an emergency trachea, tracheometry. Yeah. Tracheometry. That sounds like a math thing, like trigonometry.
1: Definitely, yeah. When
0: they poke the hole in you and then they do the. I don't know. Yeah. How long have you been doing comedy in New York?
1: Uh, I moved to New York. Hold on. Let me take a look at my watch. Uh, six days ago was the 12 year anniversary of wow. my... Wow. Yeah, October 5th, 2006, I moved here. From where? I moved from Columbus, Ohio was the last place I was at. I started in Columbus. I moved to Houston briefly. I was there for about a year. Uh there were four comedy clubs and yeah. uh yeah, that was great. I went there uh to uh, I was recommended by another a comic Greg Warren. I don't know if you know Greg. Uh very funny guy. Uh he had started there, or maybe you know, was there in early on. But there were four clubs, and they were more into developing young comics. So there was like a ton of stage time to have. okay and uh, they did this great open mic at the Houston Laugh Stop, which no longer exists. But um, you know, I've had a lot of friends come. I up love that the names of comedy clubs. The Laugh Stop, yeah. Just like
0: it sounds LA. like they, that you could just make up a ton, and people would just accept it. Like yeah. like being a doctor, you're just like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be at the Chuckle Hut in Des Moines. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, the Chuckle Hut. Well, there's a brand new one that's just opening up. I think I'm, I'm going to be there in April uh, in Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester. I know uh, Worcester. But they, but it's called Woo Ha. Everything in Worcester so, is Woo. That's their name for it? stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My friend uh, Peterman is the GM of the Worcester Bravehearts baseball team, which is the
1: minor league team in so Worcester. Getting, are they getting booted then? Because the, the Pawtucket Red Sox. <sighs> this are is a to big Worcester.
0: thing happening. Yeah. In the world of Woo Baseball. Yeah. because they uh, he's been doing this, he's been running this team for five years now. And it's a f- uh, futures collegiate league. Okay. So it's, so it's like below A-ball. It's below A-ball. It's, it's like a whole different world, I think. And, um, yeah, the, uh, the paw, paw socks yeah. are moving to Woo and they're going to be the Woo Sox. Yeah. And there's going to be a huge stadium. A a stadium big, and... yeah, they're bringing a the stadium in. It's a lot of controversy going
1: on there in Worcester. Yeah, I'm sure it's dragging your buddy's thing down <laughs> it's, it's not helping it
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like selling it's, like it's the biggest city in the world yeah not yeah. sure they
1: could support so many professional baseball teams yeah i saw uh, i yeah. saw pearl jam at their uh, i guess i don't know if it's a minor league hockey team or something they have there and it felt like it was like a high school hockey arena it was it was so small
0: it's little but the people are big and i mean fat
1: i mean big hearts <laughs> i think doug Stanhope's up's from there really i think
0: so it's a nice town um, i 've only been there because I have friends there, but like you are like, oh I, I I could see people staying here yeah. you know it gets nice. I feel like any kind of like smaller uh like Baltimore you know where they go through this up and down where it used to be really industrial yeah and then it 's like, like' a barren wasteland and yeah. then then twenty more years and now these people take these barren wasteland warehouses that no one seems to want anymore, yeah,
1: and then they just like make them into cool like lofts. Well, down, like, and I, I lived in Baltimore for two weeks as well. Did uh, you? If you want to talk awkward stories. Uh, yeah, I moved there in 05. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, this, is, this is a good awkward story. So uh, moving, so I moved there to a bartender a place, and then um, we were, I was living in Fells Point. Yeah. Uh, the place had not opened yet, the okay. bar. It was in, like, the Power District or whatever it's yeah, called. Power power plant, pa- yeah, Power Plant. Yeah. yeah,
0: Power Plant Live is, like, a yeah, development. Exactly. It actually used to be an old power plant. Are you from there? I'm from outside of Annapolis. I live in okay. uh, Severna Park. It's in between Annapolis and Baltimore. So yeah. I actually grew up going to uh, like O's games and and going to Baltimore and yeah. not being able to go to different parts of Baltimore.
1: Yeah, at all. They're very aggressive homeless people there. Like yes. the New York homeless people are very docile compared to the uh, Baltimore. I was yeah. getting chased down the street and shit. Yeah. But have you been back? Have you seen the um, the old that police precinct in Fell's Point that was it was for. The, what there was a TV cop show, uh, but The Wire, homicide. No, oh, homicide! Maybe, maybe Life homicide on the street. the street. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, they use that as the face of yeah. the old. It was an old police thing, uh, uh, police station. Mm-hmm. And have you seen it recently? The they guy, the Under Armour guy, bought it because he's like right across the river. Yeah, so turned it into this unbelievable hotel. It's crazy how nice this thing is. And nice. They like extended it into the water. It's got a infinity pool. Uh, the rooms are like four or five hundred bucks a night. You know that's a lot for Baltimore. Yes, yeah, that is yeah. way too much for Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, they're attracting the New so- York and DC.
0: <laughs> it's like yeah. so; those rooms are not rented. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but are, they're those nice. Are, those are corporate dollars. Yeah, yeah, um, that's exciting. You lived in Baltimore, so yeah, for was, two
1: weeks. So yeah, I was in. Uh, yeah, I was in there for two weeks. So I got a couple stories coming out of that. Um, so basically, it was a bar that was opening. Um, it was part of the McFaddens, which there's a McFaddens here. There's mm-hmm. actually two. There's one in City Field. Um, it was those people. Uh, complete fucking assholes I hope they're listening um, they so they had sent people from so my buddy came up from Charlotte I was coming from Columbus, Ohio uh, I'd never met them he had worked for the company previously and uh, we uh, so part of the thing was the bar was going to be opening so they wanted us to go out every night and get drunk and you know like talk to people about the bar like yeah we got this new thing in Power Plant Live it's going to be great you know just kind of like build buzz for the thing Yeah, and drink and have a good time and but you know we were spending our own cash, but uh, basically getting like blackout drunk every night. Like I got blackout drunk every single night for two weeks. Uh, the last morning that I woke up, we'll we'll skip ahead. But I woke up in a, I slept in a closet. Uh, the last morning, just woke up in the closet, and I was like, I if I if I this keeps going, I'm going to have to. Uh, I got to go to rehab. Yeah, like, this is crazy. Like I can't. This, this is not. This is not a way to live. So, luckily, uh, I got a phone call minutes later that I was fired before the bar even opened. Uh, So, I got a couple things coming out of this. So, there were two guys came from Colorado, maybe it was three. Three guys from Colorado, me, yeah, three guys from Colorado, me from Columbus, buddy from Charlotte and so we were looking at places they were pretty you know to us coming from those cities it seemed obnoxiously expensive but we got a temporary we had like a month-to-month lease Mm -hmm. until we like you know started making money and figured out you know what we could afford and shit like that so we had uh we, we found a place in fells point that was really like badass but it was a two bed but it had so it was two bedrooms and it had an attic and a basement so I made up the, the rule. I was like, all right, here's, you know, we, we were trying to decide how do you cut it up and stuff. I was like, everyone sleeps in the basement until someone gets laid, okay? So the first person, then you take a girl yeah. or guy, whatever you want, how, however desperate you are to have a room in this place. Uh, none of them were homosexual, so it would be desperation at oh. that point. Um to uh and then and then you earned the room then you got that room and then it was and then you know and then even so if a month goes by and no one else has gotten laid then you know then everyone's still sleeping in the basement so I the went. room is only for company yes okay. well no no if you you earned the room if you if you got if you got ass right were, but, if then, you, it, 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 but if you but then it then after, became your room oh 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 yeah, oh. so yeah. you so had everyone else either so it's in like the hitting it's
0: it's like a video game where you're reaching different levels yeah, so, but the room I, I is guess. not only for getting ass. But once you get the ass, then then, then, then you, the you get yours, the room. Then, you, then, yeah, by yourself if you want. So, yeah, just in there a, to
1: cuddle and read. If you want to bring a five hundred pounder home just to earn the room, okay. then that's your that's your choice. And with the way people were drinking, that was you know a distinct. Possibility. Is that what happened? Uh, no, we never we didn't get that far. Oh, uh, was, <laughs> yeah, because I only made it two weeks. It was I think week three or week four was when this was going to happen. So the place that we were staying in, uh, we were staying in a corporate apartment. Corporate, you know, used very loosely in the bar world. Um, so, me and my friend Seth were staying in this corporate apartment. And we were just sleeping on couches and like a fold out couch and a yeah. couch in the living room. And you guys were the staff at the bar. You can be the bartenders. Yes. Yeah. Bartenders. Okay. So, uh, but then there was this sh- corporate trainer that came from, I maybe it was here. I don't know. I don't know where So, is this like a from. chain bar? It's, well, it's the McFadden's people. Oh, this it's, is the McFadden's people. I think okay. it's New York. Yeah. New York Bar Group or something okay. like that. At BMG. 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 Okay. I think it was BMG. Um, so, but they sent this one guy, he's a corporate trainer, he was gonna train all the servers, bartenders, busboys, all that shit, and, uh, but he brought his girlfriend down, and she had previously worked for the bars, so she was gonna be, I don't know, assist or whatever, mm-hmm. but basically what happened was, every night we'd come home, and then, uh, you know, you'd, you'd come out of your blackout with him just fucking the shit out of her in their room, and she would scream just loud, and it was just this obnoxious, you know, bed hitting the wall, her yelling. And then, you know, every single night we had to, we were just like, oh God, what the fuck? This is the, you know, this is terrible. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so the the last night I, we were there and I was just like, uh, so this is going on and we're sitting outside and then I went over and I knocked on the door and I go, Hey, uh, since we got to listen to this, we're just going to watch too. So I got some popcorn fired up. We'll be in, in like five minutes, just complete joke. And then you know, and then it's you know silent. And then you know she's upset. So then he comes out. He's like, "That's disrespectful." He's like, "You can't stay here tonight." So that's why I had to leave. Okay. I woke up in that closet of the the three guys had had a small apartment. They had no extra space. I just slept in you know a nice carpeted closet in a new place. Woke up and uh, got the phone call that I was fired. So it was uh, packed up my car and went back to Columbus, Ohio. There you go. Day.
0: That was a quick uh, quick stint in Baltimore. Yeah. Be more. Bang more. <laughs> Someone's getting banged more in Baltimore, not you. No, 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 no never, not, not at all.
1: Well, that's interesting. Bethesda, Maryland, one Bethesda. time.
0: Bethesda. How um how did that expansion bar turn out? Did they ever open?
1: They opened and they closed soon after. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, uh, and my my friend ended up leaving as well. I think I don't know if the Colorados guys are stayed or not, but uh, my my friend went back to Charlotte after two. He's like, this this sucks. Like, and how
0: old were you then? <laughs> So, this is, is this like 29. Okay, this wasn't that you're not, you're not 20, that 20, old of a man now. Yeah, late 40, 20s. 41. Okay,
1: yeah, late 20s.
0: Are you still doing any bartending?
1: Uh, I do. Um, I, I don't, I'm not in a schedule. Yeah, but I, I do. You have I, the skill. I pick, I pick up some shifts if you need. Yeah, if someone, you can flex that if someone, bartending. If anyone muscle. listening needs a badass, fast bartender, yeah, what's your uh, best drink? Uh I mean lately I mean at home I make like old fashions with yeah. uh, you know whatever rye whiskey and uh I use uh I've got some I brought some uh, 100% maple syrup Vermont maple syrup oh. back and instead of using you know sugar or um mm-hmm. yeah or a simple syrup I'll use that Vermont maple syrup and Did you do the fancy thing with it. the with the orange peel or the lemon peel sometimes do the thing and then you squeeze the skin and it, yeah, yeah, I don't maybe know maybe a little flame Yeah and, like uh, f- yeah yeah uh rarely when if I'm making them for myself no but if I company, sure. Make it for yourself. You're just like drinking out of a bottle with a straw. Some i do yeah. have I am a straw advocate. It's so. good. Hey,
0: it's good to be an advocate for the straws. Yeah. Well not now, not in the oceans.
1: I know we got uh I was in Chicago a few weeks ago and we got reprimanded. We were at a, a place and this the waitress came over and uh just there was no even there was no interaction. Uh you know normally like if you're talking to a bartender and you want to get into you know a a tiff that's one thing you know you can have a back and forth if you're sitting there but yeah. she's like are you guys ready that was like the opening conversation is like uh yeah uh we'll take we're actually having the same thing two diet cokes two waters two pepperoni pizzas and then she, and then i was like oh can we get some straws and she's like Ugh, how many do you need and you know we're looking down at the four glasses of beverages on our thing i was like uh four and she's like oh poor baby turtles as she sets him down, and it was just... And my buddy was sick, so he's like, he couldn't hear it, because he was furious afterwards. Yeah. He, he's a bartender, and he was just like, uh, just, you know, to edit... I don't need the waitress that we have no interaction with editorializing on the thing. Like, if you're upset about it, go tell your tell your boss to yeah. order pa- paper straws. Don't, yeah. you know, don't put it on me that I don't want to drink out of your dirty-ass glasses it's that true. were poorly washed.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, that's a good point. You make a good point there,
1: yeah. doctor. Yeah. Uh, Being the person that worked in bars for You know, you know how dirty these glasses are. I exactly. don't want to put
0: my mouth on that. Yeah. So it's like we need to figure something out, whether it's paper straws or something. Like the reason why we're using, think about why, why are we using the straw? It's not because we want to kill wildlife. It's because your cups are really dirty. And exactly. we, don't trust, we don't trust how, how clean you are.
1: Even for comedy, it's uh, it's just uh, it's it's easier to you know pick it up and get a quick sip yeah. rather than you're, you're trying to balance and uh, you know pour. A I spill all into over my face. shirt. Yeah, routinely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I do not take like a pint of beer if I can avoid taking a pint of beer on stage versus a yeah know, a bottle of beer. You know, yeah. A bottle of beer is much easier to drink.
0: Too. I try to remember to do that um, when I set up the show downstairs for the guaranteed delivery. I always try to have a little table on the stage. That's great, yeah. Set down yeah, set down a timer. One time I forgot to put the little table on the stage and every single comic went on stage and then had to go and they had to put their cup on the floor, had to bend down. Yeah, yeah. Had to bend back up and then start and I was like, Ah crap. I dragged the smallest thing about like the smallest detail, put you know, put a little table on the stage. Yeah, changes the entire show. A barstool's perfect. Barstool's perfect.
1: Anything's like anything. You need something. I dragged a bar stool on stage at a at a little coffee house show I was doing last night. You need it. Yeah.
0: It's like support.
1: Yeah. Um, you're,
0: how, how often do you go up? You, you're a, a, like an everyday kind of a stand-up comic. I feel like I see you uh, on, on a show. Because, I mean, I follow... If, if, you're, if you're in kind of the comedy industry and you follow a lot of these um, shows on, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, there's always shows going on. Yeah. And if your friends are tagged in a show, it pops up and you see it. Yeah. So, I mean, like you're on stuff all the time.
1: Yeah, I try to be. I mean, there's, they definitely take days off. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, there's. To write. De- you you yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, personal. You know, you, you don't, you don't want to chase this all the time. Or, you know, if you're not, if you're not working on something, you know, it gets, you know, yeah. it can get tedious. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, especially now, there, it's so, <clears throat> it's a, it's a crowded field. There's so many mm. people, you know, millennials. Uh, people are just, you know, I think post 9 11, people are like trying to, you know, enjoy their lives more it seems like and a lot of yes people, i'm gonna be a comedian in new york city and you know walk dogs and shit so yeah. it's i like when i came here you know uh, 12 years ago i remember discussing with comics like well how many how many people would call themselves comedians in new york city and we're you know i think that the number we used to throw out was like maybe a thousand people you know maybe a couple hundred are getting paid and then there's maybe you know another 800 that are you know doing whatever you know uh whatever you know open mics and shit like yeah that. I don't, now I can't even imagine what if it, the number it could be five thousand. Like there's there's like constantly people that I meet like oh you've been living here for ten years and I've never heard your name or seen you on a show or anything and and they you know it's not that they're bad. it's not they're that just, they're bad. Yeah, That's I what just... I've noticed
0: too. Like because I, I speak to a lot of comics doing this and putting on a show and just every and I'll mention people because uh, uh, I I I'll know them and mm-hmm. I'll mention I'll drop a name and then they will like oh I I don't know that person and yeah. I'll be like. Uh, surprised I'm like yeah, well, yeah. how you know how could you avoid this person like i feel like i see them all the time yeah and i feel like i see like someone like you all the time i'm like how how have you guys not run into each other yeah but then at the same time uh, there's there's such a network where everyone seems to know everybody else also like like three people deep
1: they all think like, they all know each other independent of me yeah there's you know? like circles of co- comedians that run together yeah. and uh yeah you get clicks yeah cl- uh, kind of clicky is it kind of is it clicky um, I mean, high school or uh, comedy was always like high school. Yeah. Which uh, do you know Tom Ryan? Speaking of comics, that Tom's a great guy. Uh, funny. He's he's been here for a few years. Uh, but uh, I met him. <clears throat> I met him out on the road years ago. But we were talking about you know he you know was in comedy you know well I don't know he might be a twenty five thirty year guy at mm-hmm. this point and um, we were talking about. Um, uh, like comedy pre social media and stuff, and I, I said I don't like it. Like I'd rather go back to how it was before because like comedy's already a this high school, yeah, and everyone knows each other and everyone knows each other's business and all this shit. But now with social media, we've invited everyone else in the on the planet into our high school,
0: yeah. And now <laughs>
1: you know, for good or bad, you know, uh, you know Aziz has a bad date. And then people are like, you know, it's everyone's job to comment on it, and right? It's just, and it's these, you know, it's a lot of. Uh, or if Michael Che doesn't like
0: someone's comedy, everybody yeah, that, knows that the he does about it. Everyone knows about him, yeah, instantly, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, I, I liked our high school before there was, uh, yeah, before it was worldwide stage.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, and you have to be, um, uh, you have to be on everything. So it's like it, maybe it's not, it's not enough anymore just to go on stage and tell somebody jokes. You have to constantly be tweeting funny things or yeah. instagramming
1: funny things or whatever like i see mark norman's like constantly on twitter norman and norman he, uses twitter well and yeah. he kind of works out new material on yeah. it and he gets like a good you know feedback which i don't like i have he has more of a he's more of a one-liner guy so yeah. i think that it, it he can get more of a gauge i have like t- typically longer things or stories so yeah and uh yeah i'd rather i don't know i just i, I don't find it very, uh, I don't know. I'm not into. I like I like Instagram the best because it can be like you couldn't do what you could do on Instagram on a stage without yeah. you know without having you know a fucking easel and you know right. props and stuff. So yeah, I you like can to, be
0: visual. It's good to be visual. Yeah, it's more like a, it's on a different it. muscle. Yeah, I've noticed with um, with Norman's tweets, uh, I'll I'll go to like it and then it would have been deleted because he's rewritten it to so it's a little bit more oh, refined. Yeah. Like he'll do a joke and then he'll be like no no and then he'll redo the joke. Yeah. And then he'll redo the joke, and then that one will be like the one he'll probably keep. Like, he, yeah, he gets to test the material out, yeah. see how people react, and then he's like, okay, maybe I, that's the joke I can do on stage. Yeah. But I think I saw the joke, and I liked it better before he, cha- he changed it. Maybe it was more or less, maybe I think it was less offensive. Maybe people took offense to it. I thought it was funnier, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's something you have to think about so much more now. Like, you, it's not just to be funny. You have to be, you have to be so many things to have a successful joke. It's like you're walking a
1: tightrope yeah, all the time. You certainly are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot of that. And then like, there's things like you know, like even you know, if I'm doing a Brooklyn show, mm-hmm. like I'm like, uh, they're not gonna like this. Like they don't want to talk about you know, I don't know, race or something like that. Like yeah. you know, just because now there's so many, like
0: especially like a like Park Slope, like if you're doing yeah. well, like if you're doing like a Union Hall type basement yeah. show, I, like I feel like the not the race stuff. The race doesn't do as well because it's not it's not a multicultural. Room at all. Yeah. So everyone's kind of like uncomfortable because they're like, I don't think I can
1: laugh at this. Well, yeah, like we're way too Williamsburg is yeah. Yeah. The the same, you know. And then that's, uh, you know, I I do the show Freehold. It's like a monthly show out there, and. You know, I snapped on one time because, you know, it wasn't even, it was, you know, it's a, I'm I'm pretty liberal, so it's a pro-black joke, but they're hearing these words, these trigger words, and they're like, they're shutting down. They're like, I can't, I I can't encourage this behavior. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I, you know, snapped on, I'm like, well, that's funny that a group of people that, you you, you live in the houses where black people used to live. You live in high rises where houses were torn down, you sensitive motherfuckers. Like, I don't, you know. You pushed everybody out that
0: would have made this a multicultural show. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you never know. It's
0: you're up at uh, PS108. PS 109. 109, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was close. I fucked it up. I did. So you're at PS109. Who does your research? Me. <laughs> it's always like half right. Diane. Diane doesn't do Diane it. Diane doesn't do it. <laughs> um. So you have a, a beautiful building that you get to also do beautiful comedy shows in.
1: Yes. Yeah. The next one uh, is... Uh, the 11th 11 11 uh, November 11th That's uh, soon. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I have not I was working on the um the link the ticket link for Eventbrite yesterday. I've not published it yet. I uh,
0: love that Eventbrite.
1: Event, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty it's easy useful. to use, yeah. yeah. I don't have do you have you used any of the other ones uh like brown paper tickets or any of the yeah. I like Eventbrite. I was gonna switch because they change up their format. Because used to have like multi-tiered, like you could have dic- different ticket levels, like you could have like early birds and. You, you can't know, have that mission. anymore. You can, but you gotta pay like an extra. It's like a buck, a buck or t- I think it's maybe two bucks a head and a percentage. Like they, they, they really, they, they restructured it. So huh. it's like you have to upgrade to a different package. So now it's. I was looking at one, but Eventbrite is easy, and they got you know all my info they have everything yeah i'm uh, I'm locked in i can't do anything it's all and i have and i have a mailing list with them that has 200 people on it or whatever you know a few hundred people in new york which is you know
0: do you get a lot of i mean your is your show monthly
1: uh no it's just kind of sporadic the last one we did was uh july i think yeah i think it was july
0: and you get big people to come to your shows
1: yeah i mean the uh who
0: do you produce the show with you have you have other producers with you
1: yeah uh usually joe List is one of the producers mm-hmm. and then ari shafir is a sometimes uh producer he's not gonna be on this next one because he's got a show it i think it's union hall that mm-hmm. night one of the big brooklyn what's the union hall and there's another one that's a big bell house, bell house. It's one, i think it's yeah one of those i think it's bell house actually that he's got one on but yeah because it's the new york comedy festival Yes, yeah, yeah. That is the last day of the New York Comedy Festival. So, uh, we are working to try to get on that list.
0: Oh, yeah, going to be an official show?
1: Yeah, it was last how year. How does that happen?
0: I see people uh who I know that have just like monthly shows and they're, you know, the shows are fine and yeah. and then they're they're like, "Oh, I'm part of the New York Comedy Festival." It's like, "How the hell did that happen?" Yeah, it's mo- I, I, who am I supposed to call? There's like I know a <laughs> Does lot someone of it's call you? Carolines <laughs> is through
1: a lot of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, I
0: didn't get the call. Maybe next year.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't. Last year we did it. We were on the New York County Festival, but that was like, because Ari was involved, they contact or yeah. I contacted them or they contacted Ari. I don't know which way it went, but um, I think Ari pitched it to them. But um, it was, uh, like last year we had uh, Mark Normand, we had Robert Kelly, uh, we had uh, Ronnie Chang from The Daily Show, mm-hmm. uh, me, Joe List, Ari, and uh, I think there was another one, but I'm drawing a blank right now, but uh, yeah, real real fun show. You know, we sold out. I think we sold 130 seats for that one. Um, so there's like so that that building that I live in, there's like a there's kind of a, a similar thing to the WeWork spaces where there's like the glass uh, like yeah. the gallery area. That's the that's the room that holds the most people. That one holds like one I don't know what the fire number is like 150 or something like that. Okay. And then there's the there's a basement. They call it the theater. It's got low ceilings. Um, that one seats 115. And then those were both booked up for this year's, uh, the, the Comedy Festival block. So we have the small space. Um, it's oftentimes, mostly, most often it's, a, it's like a dance studio. Mm-hmm. It's got high ceilings and it's got um, all uh, surrounded in glass uh, mirrors. Like it's a dance studio for people to take like Samba lessons? Uh, yeah, yeah, all kinds of da- There's all different kinds of dance that goes on down there. Because it's, it's a really good space, but there's like ballet and shit like that. But too. it's not
0: people that live in the building.
1: Uh, some, yeah, sometimes, but, okay. but yeah, they do, they have outside, outside people, people come in yeah. and they do, they do like auditions for Shakespeare, Shakespearean okay. plays, but then, uh, this <clears> building <throat> sounds amazing. It's great. It's yeah, it's, it's the, yeah, it's my, my golden handcuffs to New York City. Like I'm stuck in there. You can never leave. No, but yeah, this, Yeah. The, especially with the you know, being able to put on these shows cuz yeah. like the the building has a beer and wine uh, uh license mm-hmm. so we can like you know legally sell beer and wine at these shows and That's and, incredible. So this last one is uh yes yeah, 70 75 uh, seater the small one and then you don't like mirrors and comedy are the worst thing cuz people just look at themselves you know they don't look yep. at, yeah they do not look at the stage at all so this thing has like these big you know heavy curtains that pull over and there will be a proper stage in this one cuz it's got high ceilings uh where's the other one you the stage was too low. Like, people, you know, if you were six foot two, you'd have your head cranked against the ceiling in yeah. this other space. Well, this one will have a proper stage, and it's good because we have a very tall show. We have uh, Carmen Lynch. And mm. Carmen, we've got yeah. Gary Gulman's on the show. Oh, that's great. Um, me and Joe, and uh, Paul Odo, a guy who I originally met when I moved to Texas in 2002. He's mm-hmm. going to be on the show, and then we're, we're working on a couple of special guests that uh, might go on. drop ins. We'll see, yeah, drop ins because that was like the 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 myth of the show uh, happened in August of last year. We had uh, so the show was originally me, Joe, and Ari, and then we had Big J Okerson booked, and we had Greg Fitzsimmons booked. He was mm-hmm. here working on crashing Pete Holmes' show, mm-hmm. and then our two we were. We were trying to get, but we weren't 100%. They'd show. Uh, Where uh, Dave Attell ended up coming, and uh, Louis C.K. <laughs> really? Came. Yeah. This is and this is This is August. This, so this is before he got in trouble. This, yeah. You know, he got in trouble in November. So this was August, and you know, we had we had this was a, it was a hundred-seater fire number at the time. We sold out. Seventy-five people showed up. So there were twenty-five no-shows. Twenty-five percent no-shows that paid for their tickets and missed. You know, just the crazy greatest show. Uh, it was on. It, it was on trending on Reddit. You know, people were like, "What's the best stand-up show you've wow. been to?" And you know, people were like, "This. You know, this is the show." And it was the first time Louis had been on stage since uh, since he was hosted SNL in April. He'd never been on stage wow. until August. He just took the time off yeah. and was working on his movie and things like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, everyone did fifteen minutes, and you know, people were. Uh, yeah, it was great. That sounds amazing. It's yeah. like an amazing stand-up night. It was great. It ended up in Page 6 in the New York Post and stuff. Wow. So, yeah, we've actually two of the shows we've done uh, were in the post because uh, Michelle Wolf came and did our show in April um in the mm-hmm. correspondence dinner was I think June. Yeah. And she had she worked out she just, you know, had a notepad and she was just like working out her the, out jokes the jokes that she ended yeah. up doing and stuff. So, people got to be a test audience for that. So that that was also in Page 6. So
0: So do people, I mean, how close up to the show do you announce the show? Like, do people wait and then hear... Oh, he's going to do, because it's not on a regular schedule, so they have to kind of wait to see when you're going to do another show.
1: Yeah, I guess we just, you know, like, I try to get the ticket link up about a month in advance, which today we're a month out, and, you know, I blast it out to the people that have previously bought tickets. Yeah. Usually, before, you know, tweeting it out, I give them an opportunity, you know, if they want to if they wanna come back, give them, you know, since they're loyal, you know, give them first crack at it, and then after that, you know, we start tweeting it out, and, you know, try to, you know, you get, you know, you tag Goldman and carmen yeah. and uh you know hope pe- hope people retweet it and i mean ari is the best at with the ticket sales because he's yeah. got you know uh he's got a twitter followers and he follows zero people and yeah you know he the the first you know the first one the louis one uh you know we, it was a completely secret lineup it was just the three of us were the only named comics uh, actually yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think we even announced burr or, or not burr uh big j or uh fitzsimmons and You know, Ari tweeted it out, and you know, sixty tickets were sold, and then you know, the other forty trickled in. And
0: so, was your show kind of the last show for Louie in his regular life?
1: I, I don't know that he went to the cellar after that. It might have, might have, it might have been. I, I would imagine that sometime between August and November he'd went to the cellar, but I don't, I don't know of any time just because it wasn't.
0: Did anybody uh, record your show?
1: Uh, no, no, Mm. no.
0: It's a cool space. I Point saw photos. Money. <laughs> it looks good.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's got the uh, yeah, it's got the pillars and uh, it's a crazy looking building. It's one of them. It's one of the buildings that uh, I think was saved. You know, with the destruction of Penn Station, they started uh, making places mm-hmm. historically registered, right? Because the build, it was a schoolhouse from eighteen ninety eight until uh, nineteen ninety five. It went under, and then they bricked it up, and uh, it was just inoperational, o- uh, in unoperational, inoperational, inoperational. In in op- 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 For 20 years, till 2015, and then uh, they sold it to ArtSpace, which is a Minneapolis-based nonprofit that has, there's a lot of schoolhouses, there's one in New Orleans, they're rehabbing, there's like a courthouse in, I think, Detroit or Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, but uh, yeah, they have a number of properties around the country, and they, they, you know, they're a nonprofit, and they take these old, beautiful buildings, and they turn them into uh, apartments, and they're like live workspaces for artists, Yeah, you have to be involved in the arts, and... uh, So that's how you got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You had to apply in as an artist. I did. Yeah, there were. Uh, so did you have to perform like audition? They they wanted me to. Uh, there were so there were eighty nine apartments, and they had fifty three thousand people in New York City applied to get in. Wow! And I drew a good number. I think I had sixteen hundred something like that. So I had a low a low number, but then because but people just randomly like now that. Because there's a lot of New York things that you can you know you apply to for affordable housing and yeah it's a, it's a, there's like, like a lottery for a lot of this stuff exactly In yes. every
0: single gigantic new beautiful high rise in Brooklyn yeah this many apartments have to be set aside to be uh, like lottery
1: exactly for a, a, a specific income type yeah 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 because they figured out uh, and I, I didn't even realize this till I watched uh, was it the New York City documentary or um, uh, what's her name Jacobs the um, she was a housing advocate in the Early in the early 1900s, okay. I mean, 1900s, but uh, Jane Jacobs uh, saw a documentary about her because they figured out that you know when you have like projects, like they don't have, they're not building projects anymore because they figured out when you put all low-income people together, you it fosters crime and all these 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 things that it, it, people don't see a way out. Yeah, when they have when they're all when people are clustered together and and when they built all these things like in Astoria, you know, they try to push people away, and now the city wishes they could, you know, like the, the developers wish they could have that back because now it's you know it's waterfront property yep. in Spanish Harlem, it's waterfront property in Astoria. And uh, you know they and you know, and at the time when those were built, they just pushed people away from the center, and it caused you know, a ton of problems. And they figured out that that's not the way to do things. and so now they they mix in, you know, yeah, mix in everybody. It's you know, it's like I guess it's similar to like a school busing program where yeah. you, you know the more people you're around can influence you. and yeah, it's much better It's much you. more
0: even, and then yeah. um and you get more of a diversity. but I, uh, the building uh, does it look like a schoolhouse? It looks like like a, do the apartments look like it classrooms? Like, it looks
1: like a European schoolhouse from the okay. outside. It's like an unbelievable building. Yeah, um, the uh, I, like are they really huge rooms? They they have high ceilings. They got like fifteen foot high ceilings, something like that. Like they're they're very high ceilings. They got tall windows. They
0: have that uh, that old clock with the uh, with a metal grate over it. Not anymore.
1: They took that out. Did you took, have that? I had that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's in elementary school. Well, they 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 rehabbed my my mom lives in uh, Newark, Ohio now, and uh, they rehabbed a thing, and it's called Old School, and uh, they rehabbed that one. But like every we went and like just took a tour of it. And they, they did, um, they left the lockers up, so every apartment comes with, oh, like, wow. ten lockers, so you can have storage, you know, in the halls, and they painted them different colors. And, oh, that's neat. But, yeah, it was really cool that they, they left some of that stuff. But ours, like, there's some, there's when you walk in, there's some pictures, like, some old, you know, early 1900s photos mm-hmm. of the classrooms, and they do, you can see how it would be a classroom. Yeah. But, again, like, a, it looks like a European classroom. It doesn't look like anything that, you know, that I went to. and It'd be funny you know, if there was, like, a trophy case. Yeah. <laughs> It should be for awards that, you know, people win for, you know, dance and yeah uh, comedy and all or,
0: you know, uh Dr. Jason Cantor is really good at uh putting out his recycling
1: correctly. That is a problem. People you know? put people cannot get the fucking recycling right. No, like they I, and then we'll get you know, we'll get building emails and it's just stupid things like Do you know your neighbors? Is it the kind of building where everyone's like on like a listserv? Uh yeah, we're on a we got a Google Google group. Um and I know, you know, out of the whatever 89 plus there's families and things yeah. you know I don't know if there's so there's maybe a couple hundred people that live there I know you know I know a dozen or maybe two dozen by name and uh, do they
0: all come to the shows
1: um sometimes like uh you know usually but I mean fortunately for us that we've we've had some sellouts so like you know because I, I feel guilty like charging my my neighbors you yeah. know cause, like because I'm the, I'm pretty much the only one in the building that does paid shows like almost everyone else has like you know like oh my art exhibit's opening and they get people and you know and then they'll 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 have they'll cater it they'll have like snacks and hors d'oeuvres and free wine yeah free everything and i do mine and it's like (laughs) oh tickets are 20 bucks and beers are four bucks and (laughs) wines are five you know so like you know then there's some people that you know will come and i'll you know if there's empty seats i'll try to i'll comp them i charge them five bucks one time because like when you you do with comedy, sometimes when you don't charge, you don't. There's not a value to it, so then people yeah. you get like a shittier attitude. It's Whereas true. People pay five bucks and they're like then they're really committed to being there. Versus yeah. like if ah, they, it's if free, they, this better be good. If they buy a ticket. They're gonna. I mean, if they
0: don't show up, they've just wasted five dollars. Yeah. So it's like I feel. I feel like that my shows are free, and I've definitely seen how charging something for it definitely yeah. values it, and that person will then remember to go.
1: Mm-hmm. You're not losing anything by not by skipping it. And even know? when we first did the 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 we did like a dry run show where we charged five bucks, we were just trying to figure out how Eventbrite worked, how the how you know, who would come, you yeah. know, how much stuff to buy, how much beer and wine to buy. But then, you know, it was like, tickets are five bucks, but it comes with a free drink. So you kind of, you know, it washes that out. Yeah. But, but people, again, committed. And then when you get, like, we average about, I would say, 25. Like, I've, I started keeping, I made a graph and shit, and I, like, I, wow. You know, I my Living in a schoolhouse is really rubbing off on you. <laughs> you. My uh, my rudimentary Excel uh, experience, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just kept this graph. But, you know, we get about 20, 25% no-shows, but... You know, what's nice with Eventbrite is you have their money. You know, people yeah. people buy a ticket. And you have and, their emails forever. And Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but we do get some, yeah, you get a couple unsubscribes, which, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, Hurts me every it's, time. It's a funny, you know, for you get an email three times a year, and it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm letting you know first in case you want to come to a great show that you loved previously. No. Yeah. I
0: do not want to know
1: <laughs> ever again,
0: <laughs> yeah, sir, which is funny because the amount of junk mail I get and i I don't do anything about it, yeah, because I, I get so many emails, I'm just like whatever, yeah I I just, try to it washes over me, so i I never unsubscribe to anything, so that's yeah. I'm the other side of that coin is just me who have you know I have three hundred thousand unread emails, but they're oh, all junk, yeah, yeah, I've just given up yeah, i get, I get things know? get buried there's no then, point
1: yeah, i get the side i I haven't organized my inbox where where things stand out, like yeah, I gotta like go through and delete I am not know? that, but organized. I have I probably have 400 unread emails from my dad because he sends me so many news stories and things like that the from I get... Flipboard. I my th- dad is—I think—the only person that uses Flipboard is my dad. Does he, does he not have an Apple phone? Does he have a? Like he an has Android? an Apple phone, yeah. but yeah, he
0: like... loves—he uses his Flipboard app on the iPad, and then he'll send me links. Yeah, and I think he's the only
1: one on Flipboard. He's, yeah, he's the I mean, only guy keeping Flipboard in business. I can get—I'll get, get him on my dad's mailing list. Yeah, yeah. Or they can—they yeah, they can send it to each other so I, um, I was going through the, the dr.
0: Jason Cantor website and uh, you have a lot of you have a lot of TV comedian credits. Jason I'm sorry. Comedian Jason comedian comedianjason.com uh, comedianjason.com dot, dot do- comedian uh, com. yeah so if you want to follow uh, Jason cantor uh, comedianjason.com you have all your shows up there and then you have a lot of stuff because you've uh, you've been on all these TV shows so you're a yeah. stand-up comic and then you also do some
1: acting I just do uh, yeah I'm doing background work right now so it's just like you extra were in uh, work, like law and order type stuff yeah, yeah I, was a, in I was a cameraman on HBO Long type order. stuff. I was uh, I was on Crashing. I was uh, I was ne- I was yeah. I was just I was an audience member for Crashing. I was Couldn't like you play a comedian we, on Crashing? I would love to play a comedian on <laughs> <with crashing>, because
0: <laughs> you which. play that pretty well.
1: Yeah, yeah, th- yeah thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like, well, I mean, the, the, th- the sad thing, or the weird, or shitty, or great thing, depending on how you look at it, if we're for work purposes, is I was a so in the last year I've been a I've been a white supremacist of some variation of a white supremacist on five shows the last year. Because, like, they look they look at a bald guy. I mean, that's the, you know, it's well, a, a, a white bald guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, white bald guy. Yeah. They, you know, like everything in Hollywood or, you know, whatever the hell you want to call, you know, new media. That's what the, you know, the new media contracts, Netflix and Amazon and things like that. Yeah. It's all stereotype driven it's all you know central casting is literally the name of you know the place one of the places that i get work through yeah and they like i'm in the d- database where like last week i got a text and i know they just type in bald white <laughs> because I got, I got a text and it says uh, they're not
0: typing in funny and charming
1: not for this one i need, I need to get a i need to get a better uh, i need to get better representation
0: you need to get some better keywords
1: yeah i get uh, yeah uh, jason chad from central casting asks are you available to work on uh, Whatever day, uh, oh, work on the television show. I don't know if I'm, I'm probably not allowed to say it. Uh, without time restrictions, Thursday. Roll skinhead in all caps, <laughs> must, yeah, all caps. Must be bald for roll. Please reply yes or no. And I, you know, just I yes. And it says, Jason, your answer has been received. You're not booked until you receive your details. And then five minutes later, I get my details. And you know, I was a, uh, I was a white supremacist on this. I was just so it was just you know, it's one of the, it's like a cop drama show. Yeah, but all my. The only thing I did was I just went in for... And this is the second time uh, that I've gone in for just... uh, They do mug shots. So, yeah, you just, you know, you look... Kind of angry, you know. I think I went with like a mouth open, you know. I thought about it. So like you're just a there. guy in a mug shop. I'm in, a, yeah. So yeah. So you're not took, even there. Just, it's just a photo of you took in took the five show. picture. So it'll be one of those things where you know cops are discussing the case, and then <laughs> you look behind, and then there's angry you know, like, Dr. Jason Cantor is in the background. Yeah, there's like red string attaching pictures, and it's like the, <laughs> you're on yeah. like
0: a murder board. Yeah. Exactly. Oh wow.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, I did that a couple times, and then I was
0: typecasting goes so many ways. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, there was one uh, that got cut out um, of a show that's coming out on Netflix. But uh, I was Aryan prisoner was my title, <laughs> oh, man. and I had and we actually went to a we went to a jail in Staten Island, and we put on they gave us you know like the orange jumpsuits and mm-hmm. shit, and then uh, I got uh, and then there were like there were like black gang members, Aryan prisoners, and there were biker gang members. So there were the three groups of us, but they like overhired, they had too many people, and the scene was too chaotic. So like I got you know completely cut out, but I did have a. Uh, I had a massive uh I think I didn't I didn't post it um I guess I'll post it once the show airs um uh, but uh I've got I had a, a swastika tattoo on the back of my neck like wow. a big ass like the wings the big Nazi wings and the swastika which I was, you know, I wished. So my you had
0: to go into like, a, like a makeup trailer for that. They're yeah. like, let let's apply all this terribly offensive ink to you. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, great. Yeah, this is gonna come off,
1: right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, on one of them, seven uh, days. On one of them, uh, <laughs> they they had uh, so they were putting swastikas and then they had eight eight, which I do you know what eight eight is. The I don't. It's it's eight uh, eight is H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. So H H is it's eight eight is H H, which is Heil Hitler. Oh. But like, I didn't know that, and a lot of people didn't know it, and the the girl doing the, the makeup didn't know it either cuz afterwards they're like all right everyone's wrapped you know everyone can take off you know unless you have a nazi you know thing we got to we got to take off swastikas so they were like everyone and people are just getting their coats and walking out the door and then you know the woman leaves and then she just comes busting through the door she's like
0: wait if you have an 8-8
1: tattoo do not leave you cannot leave because that's something someone'll get on you know the fucking j train and get stabbed in the right, neck because right. someone else will recognize it yeah. so yeah Yikes. i'm learning from these shows it's great so. Very educational. But that's, yeah, that's the joke I say on stage. I'm always like, well, you know, like, I think Donald Trump's a piece of shit, but he's been really good for my own personal economy. Yeah. Because of all these white supremacists. A lot more white supremacists. Yeah, people than, are writing him into shows. Yeah. And, you know.
0: I did not, I don't think there was nearly that many white supremacist storylines on, like, a Law & Order or any of those type police dramas. Yeah. Five years ago, yeah. eight years ago, it was very out of vogue.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it was not in fashion. Yeah, at all. Like, it's like the uh, you know um, what's the Coen Brothers movie? Uh, burn, uh, burn after reading. You seen that? You yeah, know, Brad Pitt. And, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That. But that one where you know like the uh, oh, it's the guy that won the uh, won the Oscar, um, not for that movie, but uh, you know he's the, the CIA director. He's like the Russians, <laughs> just like that. It was so funny. Like that time period, like well, we're not the Russians. We're not dealing with the Russians anymore, right. and now they're back too. Like it's it's it so, all comes it's to a back. Crazy time we're living in.
0: It is. It's weird.
1: Um. So yeah. For for stand up stuff, do you have like
0: what's your what's your current what are you writing right now? Like in and, and, and what's your process for writing the stand-up comedy stuff? And do you have stuff that you constantly you is like your your go to jokes and then you have the new jokes that you're kinda of trying to work in to your sure. go to jokes? Yeah, yeah. Like I when have... you build up yeah, a yeah. set.
1: Yeah, you I have like, you know, I, I keep um I keep I have an index card that I kind of that I'll sit down before a show and I'll write out a set list so I can visualize mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, you kind of chunk material, you know, if there's, uh, you know, things about drinking will be chunked and drink, you know, and then, you know, and that'll lead into something else. And then sometimes you move those chunks around because if you have to go from drinking to, you know, uh, you know, family things, it's different than drinking to, you know gay material, you okay. know, so you'll you'll find new pathways and maybe new jokes, like going from one, you know, chunk into another, yeah. switching things around like that, but yeah, and then, you know, so there's stuff I know that works, you know, that, uh, you know, you try to, you know, ideally you try to open with something that you know, you know, something you know works if you don't have, you know... If you have something in the moment, then, you know, that's good. But, you know, before you get into, you know, you don't want to start with a new joke that's that, you know, that you've written down and that you're, you know, going to test out. Because then you lose them immediately. Yeah, you can lose them immediately. Or, you know, you won't get a true read on the joke because, you know, if you start off with something that always works and it doesn't work, it's like, oh, the audience isn't, you know, like, I can't, I'm not going to take their opinion on this new piece seriously because, you know, it's like having a, you know, a new joke is kind of like a joke baby you know yeah. you're releasing into the world and, right know, sometimes it's too sensitive and you don't want to you don't want to put that out there you wanna, what are you
0: working on now do you have anything you're working on
1: uh yeah i mean i was doing stuff i was doing stuff last night at that coffee shop i got uh i did a joke well i this i did a joke that i was uh, i just i text i was texting with my cousin when i was in i was in cleveland a couple of weeks ago and my cousin um was yeah i was asking if he's coming out to the show he always comes mm-hmm. and he's like but now he's a kid and uh they ruin everything well he's like yeah he's like i can't we can't get a babysitter so i don't know if i'm gonna come out and so i just you know i'm texting with him and and i texted him i'm like i don't know if i should send this and then uh, and that's the way i told on stage for some like i probably shouldn't say this but people i had friends at the show that knew my cousins. so i was like well fuck it i'm for the six of them i'm doing this joke you know fuck the rest of the audience and uh in the in the joke the story the thing i just texted him i was like yeah i mean you're your kid's adopted. Do you really need to have a babysitter for an adopted kid? Like, can't you just. Is, is the kid actually adopted? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. So, can't you just tether that kid to something? And the first night just got a huge laugh. Like, I don't know. I got into it slowly and I yeah. was like, oh, I shouldn't do this. I don't know if like I I uh, hedged it or is hedge Is hedge the right word? I. What's that called when you, uh, uh, you. Uh, we plain password. password um, You know you, you set it up where you, you give them sufficient warning Where you're like I'm right. going to do it So yeah Whatever that word is I'll remember it later uh, I'll text you Okay but, uh, but yeah I did it that way And so then night two I do it and then uh, they were just like, oh, they were like horrified. Everyone is horrified. Because you were
0: being timid the way that you were like going to un- unveil this naughty
1: thing you were going to yeah, do. Yeah. And they were all like, oh, tell it, tell it. And then you did yeah, yeah. And then they and were like,
0: and- yeah. Hey,
1: yeah. And I guess the, another thing now thinking about it is that was a Saturday night crowd versus a Sunday night crowd. Sunday yeah. crowds are always more. Sensitive. If you go into a mean joke the second time, confident.
0: Mm hmm. Then they're just like, "Oh, this guy's a dick." Yeah, yeah. First yeah. time you were being like, "Well, I shouldn't do this, but yeah. I'm going to do it." But I shouldn't. Okay, you guys are cool. Yeah. And then they thought it was funny. Yeah. Second and, time and, and you don't. They're just like, "Wow, this guy's evil." Yeah. yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> but then, but it was funny because I like snapped on him the second time. I was like, "Fuck you!" Like, I'm like, "How many, how many of you have adopted kids? Put your hands up if you adopted <laughs> kid." That's fucking what I thought. My cousin actually adopted a kid. He laughed at it. It's a fucking joke. It's like, "Go, you, yeah." He went up to you. You got, you know, you got. Uh, you got a rescue dog at home. He went up to all of you and your dumb rescue dogs, you know. And <laughs> ah, then, uh, Don't worry about them. They're yeah. all
0: adopted. Well, then, and so then I, I, I was. We used to tell it. my sister she was adopted, and she was older than us. <laughs> <laughs> so she knew that she wasn't. Yeah. But my sister and I, well, you can be, were you can be, older are seven years younger. But, but she was there when she was, like, she, she, was, she was a part of the family well before I was. Yeah. And we'd always be like, "Ugh, oh, Gabriel's adopted no I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> She's like, "Wait, no I'm not."
1: This kid's being horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they used to tell my mom that and she was adopted. Oh. She had an asshole brother that uh, would uh, that would, you know, he told her I don't know See, what. So your mom age. was adopted too? Yeah. She was yeah, like uh, I, don't, I don't know at what age, but her, you know, her insensitive uh, you know, yeah, shitty, you know, ended up being Well, kids are mean, you know. Yeah, just, Kids are so it, cruel. Yeah, turn the knife. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. hmm
0: well, we've learned a lot today, Jason. <laughs> we really have. Is that it? We're wrapping? No, I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. talk for hours. Um, you have, uh, do you have evening shows coming up this weekend? Uh,
1: this weekend? No, I don't think I have anything this week. I, I'm going to Atlantic City next week, though. Oh, we I think. There, I uh, saw
0: something. You're going to be at the Howie Mandel Comedy Club. What's that called? Uh, Is it called the Howie Mandel the, Comedy Club?
1: The, yeah, it's called the Howie Mandel Comedy Club. It's at uh, Hard Rock Hard Rock Hotel in Atlantic City. What's it like doing comedy?
0: I've seen some people uh, uh, tweet out things or Instagram things when they were on the road in Atlantic City doing comedy. I've
1: never done it. You've never City been? Comedy, no. I've done, like, I've d- I have did Foxwoods. Yeah. You know, there was a casino there. Uh, I did Reno. There was a, I don't know, it was the Sands, I think, in Reno. But, um, I don't know, comedy clubs usually are, or, I mean, uh, comedy clubs in casinos are usually not great for a lot of the reasons we yeah. talked about. They get comped in. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you know, they got the comps because they lost a ton of money. You know, they're not happy. They're, um, you know, and and they're not from there, which is another thing. Like I, I, I prefer road comedy to New York or L.A. Yeah, or just because it's it's so they
0: appreciate it more because it's not like
1: constantly available. Well, it's constantly available, and they're like, there's no like Boston or Tampa or. Atlanta or Houston have a, like, a common sensibility. Like, mm-hmm. they're the city and they have, but New York, we're we're from all over the world, so there's no, like, you know, you know, there's no, ah, that's how we feel about that, you know. Yeah. Ah, fuck those people, you know, or, you know, there's no, uh, you know, they, they, there's a lot more, like, looking around the room, like, oh, is this okay? Do we, is this, you know? You yeah. Know, whereas other cities, you don't get that, you know, or you get less of it. I guess, but I think it's, I think it's increasing everywhere with this, you know, this high school we've created, this social media high school. Yeah. Yeah, that people are, yeah, I like I like a nice dark room in comedy so people can laugh in anonymity without being like, oh. I've I'm definitely f- noticed that when the lights are not dim enough at a show, the audience is absolutely afraid to laugh yeah. at jokes. Yeah, they feel like they're going to get yeah tagged in a photo laughing yeah. at something horrible. Exactly. You know, that, uh, yeah. They're going to be exposed. Yeah, People like laughing
0: in the dark. Yeah. It's definitely something I've learned putting on shows now. It's like if the lights are too bright, the audience
1: will be spooked. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah, like that's what you know. Corporate events, like you know, you, people, I guess, you know, if someone comes here with a work friend or a school friend, you know, to the do you do a show, lot of corporate
0: events? No, not anymore. Oh, okay,
1: I've I've done a couple in the past, but uh, I almost zero at this point. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's been years and years. But uh, yeah, one of the I, I did one for train that T R A N E the like the um, air conditioning. Yeah, people? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But it was like, and this is this was this was maybe I don't even know tw- twelve. 13 years ago, but in our contract, we got a bottle of Maker's Mark, so me and the other guy were just drinking on stage, we were pretty hammered, and it was like, there were like two women, it was all male, you know, yeah. it's everything that Me Too is against, like, they, you know, like, the guys were shitting on the women, but the women liked it, you know, I don't know if there's lawsuits going now, but... Probably. Uh, it was a very male-dominant <laughs> company, yeah. It was, it, it seemed very like, you know, the scene from Wolf of Wall Street, like, Yeah, it was It was very similar to that. Okay. So. But that went well? Uh, yeah, it it ended up being all right, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't great, like, I don't even know if we had a mic for that, but it was, you know, a completely... Was it like a, like a, like a conference center? It was in a, yeah, in a hotel, in a a great hotel, uh, like a classic old, you know, 1800s hotel, but in just, in a conference room, and it, you know, completely lit up. Yeah. People had cafeteria-style tables. Yeah. I think we had a podium, we were setting the, you know, the, the maker's mark was on an angle on the podium, and... It makes for a different,
0: a different type of show. Yeah. 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 So your show coming up, um, Jason has a, it's PS109. PS109. No, PS109. Yeah.
1: And is there a website for PS109? Uh, it, it'll be on Eventbrite, but, and I, I, I linked it last time. I, I, I There's a way to, like, change the name of the Eventbrite to, like, I think it's Eventbrite. I don't know if it's Eventbrite slash PS109. I think that's what it'll do. But it'll be on linked on my website, Comedian Jason. If you go there on my live dates, it'll, it'll have.
0: And that'll be a huge show.
1: That'll be, yeah. November 11th. That should should sell out. 11-11. 11-11. Never forget.
0: Possibly part of the New York Comedy Festival. Yeah. But maybe, maybe not. We don't know. don't know if we're not. We're going to find out. If not, you're just going to put on a show because who gives a shit?
1: Yeah, it's going to be a great show anyway. And uh, I actually have some, uh, if you're in the Atlantic City area, uh, I'll be there, you know, that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then before we move on, we're doing upstate New York shows the next two days. Okay. But um, if you're in Atlantic City, uh, if you want to DM me on any of these things or email me through the website, I've got some comps because it is a casino, so they, they throw comps Oh, do you out, gamble? So. Uh,
0: Are
1: you gonna gamble? You gotta. Gamble. Well, they have sports. They have sports betting in Jersey now. So okay. I will. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll gamble a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't. I don't know how much I wanna. Uh, yeah, I don't. I like. I like sports betting because you know you bet and then you can sit there for three hours and you you know the teeters it yeah. both ways you know versus like you know setting twenty dollars in the blackjack table and it being gone you know fourteen seconds later. So.
0: Do you do like the fantasy football betting?
1: Uh no no I don't do the daily mm-hmm. fantasy. I'm terrible fan- at It's it. too it's too rigorous and time consuming.
0: It's very emotionally driven too. I got too wrapped up in fantasy football. I had to quit. Yeah, I was like too much obsessing over injuries. Yeah, everyone gets hurt. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter what you draft at the beginning of the season. It doesn't matter because everyone's gonna—they're all gonna be gone. Yeah, and then you end up with like the fifth string something. I don't
1: know. Yeah, and I have friends that play you know fantasy hockey and fantasy baseball and shit. And it's just I don't like, get you that at all. Roster every it's day. Way too yeah. many. Yeah.
0: The baseball stuff. There's so many players. Yeah.
1: Um. Awesome. What do you got coming up?
0: Uh, the next Guaranteed Delivery show is November 7th. It's going to have Carmen Legala. Uh, Wendy Starling is going to be there. Brittany Brave, uh, who's very funny, she's going to be there. Um, and then, like, four other people, and then a couple of uh, maybe possible drop-ins. Yeah. We'll see. That's but cool. that'll be fun. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that's my 18th anniversary in comedy. Is it a Wednesday, right? Oh, yeah, it's a Wednesday. Yeah, that's, my, that's my anniversary. Wow. My comedy anniversary. Congratulations! It's called, it's called quit comedy on my calendar. It's my repeating. Is it, is it? Is that what it says? Yeah. Eh. But to, it, there's it's always fun. fun
0: new things to do. Yeah, in yeah, comedy yeah. though.
1: Yeah, it's it's very. Yeah, comedy's... I mean
0: you you also do like writing stuff. Yeah. You also have TV projects in the works. Like you you do you do all the, you do all the stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you know, living. You know, I used to. I was in. I went to therapy for six months or something like that, and you know, one of the. The therapist had never dealt with a comedian before, but she was like blown away. she was like, "Oh, I can see why you're unhappy because like your mood and all these things are dictated by strangers like you if the strangers yeah. that you meet that night aren't laughing at the thoughts that you have then then you're then you're miserable and if they're good, so it's a weird you know it's a that's how i mean th- th- that's why comedians become so in my opinion uh just viewing
0: you guys uh you have these great shows. You know, and you, you hit it out, you knock it out of the park, and yeah. then you have to go and you have to do that exact successful thing again like next time. Yeah. And if you don't an hour later or, And then if you don't yeah. do it, you're, you're you're depressed. Yeah. You know? And someone could so see it's, you it's all about your how good were you at that last mic. It's yeah. not about oh, I did a really good one last month.
1: And someone sees you at a at a show and like it's not a great crowd or yeah. you you know, for whatever reason something's off and it's usually the crowd. Yeah, but someone sees you, and then they're like, "Oh, that guy's not funny," and that's the feeling that they have for the rest of their lives. And, <laughs> and that's like, it. That was that was
0: your one chance with that one person. Yeah,
1: until you, yeah, you got to get some success somewhere else on a TV show, or you know, you got you got to get someone to vouch for you. Be like, "Oh, this guy, no, he's funny." Like, all right, I'll take another look. Now that him. I made
0: I made that random nobody in a blue shirt that one night think yeah, I'm yeah. funny because I was on the Tonight Show. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, now he likes me. Yeah, because well, of that- all the success.
1: Yeah, that was the that was the uh, the thing that got me out of the therapy. I was just like I had the revelation one day. I was like, I'm like a, you know, I'm a, I'm like a, and I said, woman, you know, but because I think it's more of a woman's thing. You're than, sensitive. Than to, no, it was just like I'm a I'm a girl who's you know, I'm I'm a girl who's ten pounds overweight, but I look at the magazine rack and I see all these airbrushed, you know, perfect. Models and people that you know yeah. that don't do anything except for work out and eat right, and I'm and I'm looking at them and I'm depressed. Like that's what it's just it's this small yeah. like you know instead of just being happy with who I am and uh, you know and that's the way people should be. So I and are you happier now? I've, I I think so. Yeah. I mean, you most seem days. happy. Yeah, I try to be. I drink a lot, so <laughs> so that helps. I'm a ha- but I'm a happy drunk, you know. You get people, you get people to drink, and they're like, "Oh God, this guy shouldn't fucking drink," you know. And you know, hopefully, I'm not that guy very often. But well, that's uh, good.
0: Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks. This is fun. This was fun. Um, How much time
1: do we do anyway? Uh, we got about an hour. Okay.
0: We lost most of the listeners in the first five minutes, but that's fine. That's pretty typical. Do you, do you track that? We lose that a good twenty five percent. the same as, you know, people that show up to shows and stuff like that. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh follow uh yeah, follow Jason depressing. Follow Jason Cantor on Twitter at doctor
1: Jason. Yeah. Cantor. Doctor Jason Cantor. And yeah, like and no one can spell my last name right. It's K A N T E R. So right. the easiest thing is just to go to Comedian Jason Go to comedianJason dot com
0: and all of his uh comedy shows uh, are listed and there. Twitter and yeah. And I Twitter used to have merch,
1: yeah. My CDs are gone. I gotta re record. Uh yeah, Twitter's on there and Instagram, but yeah, follow Pick me up some Twitter. merch.
0: What's the merch? Is it just like I had your C D. It's your bald
1: head uh on a shirt. I and uh, it used to That's be That's what it should be. I sh- maybe I should do that. My my buddy has a shirt um that uh he, he's you look good, a beard bald though. And sunglasses, thank you. You're I welcome. Go. Yeah, I was. telling That's
0: why it's like you're uh, you're you're TV bald. You know, there's like you know, there's like TV ugly people. They're actually still pretty good looking. Yeah, you're TV bald. I mean, you're a great looking
1: bald guy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I was telling my girlfriend that like out of the white supremacists the other day, like I was like <laughs> I think I was like I seriously think I'm the only one who could play anything other than a skinhead. These guys got like these mongoloid shaped heads and shit. <laughs> and, like, like they're not. You have more range. I, I would hope so. Yeah, you could also be a high powered
0: wall street executive like because yeah. you have the strong beard i don't
1: know if they I, like i've 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 applied for those types of jobs and they they don't go you could be a it.
0: douchebag screaming into a bluetooth any
1: day i it's it's got to be something with like a little bit of anger i think those are the only calls i get like i gotta be like the yeah. i gotta be like a abusive or manipulative boyfriend yeah. or a cop or a criminal okay or a criminal cop <laughs> you <know. laughs> Abusive that's, boyfriend, criminal cop. But seriously, like that's I had a I had a meeting crooked with a, CEO. I had a meeting with the casting director, and she's like, "Yeah, you have a hard." She called it. She's like, "That's what in the business, it's a hard look. A beard and that bald head is a hard look." And I was like, "Yeah, well, I mean, I could shave my beard or something." And she's like, "I showed her a picture." She goes, "Oh God, that's worse." <laughs> Put the beard back on. It's my life. Um, our sponsor today is Swill, a
0: liquor store in your pocket. Go to getswill.com and use code FUNNY5 for $5 off your first order. You should use that. I will do it. It lets you um, it lets you price compare between liquor stores near you and it has free delivery. It's an app. It's an app called Swill. The website is getswill.com. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, I'm Marty Dundix, editor-in-chief of Weekly Humorous magazine. Please follow us at Weekly Humorous. Uh, go to weeklyhumorous.com, sign up for the e-newsletter, subscribe to the digital magazines, um, and check out the Guaranteed Delivery comedy shows. First Wednesdays uh, of the month. The next one is November 7th. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next. Thanks for being on the show, Jason. Thanks for having me. All Great right. Experience. We'll see Great. you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.